Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Uh, lovely to have you here. Um, got a great topic for you to, we, for us to discuss today, and that's expectation. That's a really interesting topic too, isn't it? Expectation, because I believe that that is one of the major areas that will actually really hold you back from playing golf the way that you want to is having this expectation also I think impatience plays another big role in an area that will hold you back Uh, I find that they tend to work hand in hand Um, but the thing with expectation is that you expect to play well and you get impatient because you're not playing well and yet you expect that you should and I want to really look at that and that is well why do you expect to play golf well or why should you play golf well? Because I see a lot of people have this expectation that they should always be playing consistently, that they should always be playing well. And so I'm wondering, is that something that you have inside you too, is that you expect that you should be playing well or that you expect that you should just play well golf and you have that high expectation that that should happen every time that you get out on the course. And I want you to ponder on those those two questions is why do you expect to play golf well and why should you be playing golf well? Because while you're pondering, I'm going to share with you why and what I believe you have that expectation that you feel compelled um, that you should be playing well. And if you feel com- also compelled that you would like to leave a comment below about your expectations after you've f- finished listening to this episode, that'd be great too, because I'd love to hear it, what your expectations are. So this is what, what I believe that you have expectations with your golf. Number one, you've played sport before, other sports, whether it be tennis or, or something else. Even when you were growing up, you were a kid growing up, you played sports, so you believe that you should be able to get it by now. Number two, you're an adult, and because you're an adult, well, you feel that you should be able to get it by now. You know, these things might be crossing your mind as, I should have learnt this when I was younger, or I should have learnt this when I was a kid, or, you know, kids learn so much easier than adults, that kind of uh, attitude. Number three, You've been playing for a year or maybe three years by now and surely you should be able to get it by now. And why aren't you improving? You ask the question is why am I not improving? Why am I not getting better? And number four, you've been playing golf for say 5, 10, 15, 20 years or more. Surely you should be so much better than what you are. So those are some areas that I believe that I, and, and also that I see and, and discussions that I have with, with golfers that come up and uh, they're probably the top one of the top, well, the top four that I, that I hear. Now there may be some other ones for you. There may be some ones that you can share also with me by leaving a comment below because I'd love to hear what your 
uh, thoughts are around that or what your expectations are around that. I'd love it if you could share with me with that. But these ones are the ones that I hear most commonly. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to be looking at, at those areas and I'm going to break it down doing what I do best is I love to break things down and analyze and have a look at what's not working and, and what's holding you back and also to stop yourself giving yourself such a hard time about about the game of golf and the expectations that you have on yourself I mean I've seen people in tears over their their golf because they've been so worked up about their golf and I get that because I've had that experience myself when I was learning to play because you know I should be better than I am by now I've put all this hard work in um, and it's not happening quick enough all of that kind of thing and I can relate to that but there's there's reasons that, that it's not happening now and there's reasons that you're not as good as you want to be yet uh, and we're going to look at that. So this is what we're going to do next. We're going to have a look at each point that I've just discussed about um, those four areas and then we're going to expand on it and then we're going to see if we can come up with some strategies for you to look at it in a different way and, and take away those high expectations. So the first one I talked about was you've played uh, sport before, other sports, whether it be tennis or something else um, that you were you know that you've done before and that you played either when you're growing up or when you're a bit younger and you should be able to get it by now so I get that I've played other sports too you know my background I pursued a professional tennis career playing tennis career when I was in my late teens and early 20s and I still teach tennis to this day I still play tennis plus you know it's, it's the same, I feel the same as, well, I felt the same when I was learning to play golf as well. Like, you know, I should be able to get it because I'm, I'm an athlete and I've been given a gift to play sport. You know, that's the thing that I can pick up re- re- reasonably easily and uh, just get on with it. And people say, you're such a natural, well, you know, we're all given a gift, whatever that gift is. However, golf is not what it appears. It appears to be quite a deceiving game and if we look at it it's like how hard can it be the ball isn't moving it's not moving at all really is it stationary you have and all you have to do is hit it so how hard could that be well it's more challenging than one thinks when one begins the game isn't it so if you think about the golf swing and it has all these parts to it and all these movements to it that you have to make the ball travel from a stationary spot to somewhere down towards the flag stick. Well, in order for that to happen, all of these parts and movements, they have to synchronize together. So if they don't syn- synchronize together, and most of all, the if the club face is not straight or square at contact, then how are you going to make it go? That's the question, isn't it? How are you going to make it go? So to to this I say, don't shake your head at yourself if you make an error when you're playing your shot. Don't give yourself a hard time. Don't expect that you should be able to do it. And the reason for that is because you haven't learned how to do it effectively yet. That's all. So my answer to that is learn how to do it effectively and efficiently so that you can repeat it. And that's that regularity 
so that you can make it consistent. That sounds simple, doesn't it? So what have you got to do there? Go and learn how to do it. Do it efficiently. And why I say efficiently is in order for you to be able to repeat it consistently to get the shots that you want to get out of it and also have a really good understanding of how you actually want to make the swing work because if you have a good understanding how to make the swing work you can repeat it but if you don't understand what's going on and you don't know why you are inconsistent then you have a problem there okay and it needs to be rectified so I'm going to share a story with you about a sports person that I saw come and play golf a few years ago, actually in the first our first experience of lockdown a couple of years ago, and it was Lane Beachley. So we all know who Lane Beachley is, uh, world champion surfer. Her and her husband, Kurt, came down and, and played at where I teach uh, for a round of golf, and off they went and they played. I was really excited, by the way, that especially Lane, there, be, uh, Lane being there because... Um, I'd read her book and I found it very inspiring and I could really relate to um, the lack of confidence and all of that kind of thing that she had growing up as an athlete and uh, I could really relate to that for from my own um, experiences growing up as an athlete as well. So anyway, they went off, they played golf, they came back, I said, oh, how'd you go? And all Lane said was, oh, well, I played really bad and I didn't play very well. And I, and I said, well, how often have you played? She said, well, I don't. Well, what does that tell you? Right, I didn't say that to her. <laughs> but, I, but I'm saying this to you is, well, what does that tell you? You know, she's world champion surfer in a different sport, right? World champion in a different sport. And hers was surfing. And then she's come to play golf. And she had this expectation that she'd be able to play good, possibly because she's an athlete herself and she expects that she should be able to do it. I remember years ago I saw a um, oh, swimmer and he went on to, that was the New South Wales Open at the time, it was called a Sydney International um, Tennis Tournament out at Homebush. And I saw him play tennis and I thought, wow, he should stick to the swimming pool. But if you actually look at it, they're an exceptional athlete in their sport, but they go and play another sport and they're going to be different. And the expectation is because you're an athlete, you expect that you should be able to do it. And so Lane had this expectation that she, she thought that she should be good at golf. Um, this swimmer thought that he should be able to be good at what he does uh, uh, from swimming point of view. And like, you know, this swimmer, he set world records should be able to do that too, like be able to just play tennis, right? Now, the reason that they are not performing at the level that they expect that they should is because they haven't learnt the sport. So that's what I'm saying to you is you haven't learnt the sport well enough yet to be able to create that consistency. So don't give yourself a hard time. Don't have these expectations that are so, um, put so much pressure on you. It's okay, it's okay that, that you know, at times you're inconsistent. That's okay. It's it, All it's telling you is that you just haven't got those skills in place yet, right? So you just got to listen, listen to what's going on, right? See what's going on. If you're inconsistent, there's a reason. You haven't learned how to do it effectively yet, okay? So the second point that I was talking about was that you're an adult and because you're an adult, you feel that you should be able to get it by now. Now, I find this quite an interesting um, 
comment in the sense that people who play golf as adults expect that they should be able to do it. And for the simple reason is because they're an adult. Hey, you know, I've got all these skills and experience in life. I should be able to just do it. Well, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you just can play the game of golf. Even after, you know, learning to play golf in a six-week or an eight-week or a 12-week program, that just gives you an introduction to the game. That just shows you whether you want to actually pursue it or not. It doesn't say, okay, we learn to play golf in six weeks. Well, uh, let's just learn to see what golf's all about in six weeks. doesn't mean it's going to teach you to do everything in a, in a six-week program. And, and if you yourself have been a seasoned golfer and you've played for a period of time, you know that it's going to take a lot longer than six weeks, eight weeks, or even 12 weeks. So there's another comment that comes out is kids just learn so much easier. You know, they can just do it so much easier and all of that kind of thing. And I can guarantee you uh, that kids don't learn it any quicker than an adult. Kids don't pick things up quicker than an adult. They are just more receptive because they go into learning mode because they go into the sport with no expectation because kids understand that they haven't played it before. So they know that they have to learn it. They go into it with a beginner's mind. So they don't expect that they should be good at the game of golf. And I have taught many kids over the years, both in golf and tennis. And I haven't seen that kids learn any quicker than adults. What I do see is whether you're a kid or an adult, if you apply yourself and you're dedicated and you put the effort in to improve that you will be able to do that. And that's no, you know, it's no problem whether you're a kid or an adult. So don't think because you're an adult or don't think because you're 65 years of age or 70 years of age or whatever age that you are that you can't learn and be good, you can, right? It's only in what's in your head that will hold you back if you don't think that you can learn it. So go and learn it. And I'll give you two examples. One example is like when I was learning to play golf, I went in, initially with the expectation that I should be good because of coming from the background in sport that I have and also being, you know, a, an international tennis player, of course I should be good, right? Discovered that, oh, okay, this is not so easy. This is quite a challenging game. Great, bring it on. Let's learn how to do it. Then I thought, right, I'm going to set a goal. I want to get to scratch in two years. And Yes, I was able to get to scratch, not in two years, but in three. It took me three years to get there. But the reason that that happened is not because of my sporting ability, because that's what people will say, oh, yeah, well, you're good at sport. I put the work in. So every waking moment that I had, I was there practicing. I had a golf lesson every single week for three years. I practiced my heart out. I worked my tennis coaching because I was still tennis coaching and I was working in real estate at the time with my parents as well. I worked everything around my golf practice. So I just practiced my heart out. I was on the course playing, playing comp all the time. I was out at the driving range practicing all the time. I was practicing my chipping, my putting, my bunker shots, pitching everything that you could possibly think of. I was doing it. That's why I was able to do what I was able to do in that space of time. There's another kid that I know here at where I do some tennis lessons and he's about 15 years of age and he's a really good tennis player and the younger kids and, and you know adults say, oh yeah, well he's really good. 
course he's good because he is down at the tennis courts every single morning at six o'clock in the morning and he is training his heart out drilling away practicing away in a squad beating the older the older boys you know like 18 19 20 year olds yes he's beating them because he's there he's putting the work in so I hope for his uh, sake and all the work that, that, that comes about from what he's doing that he's able to fulfill his dream because that would be awesome to see because I can see all the hard work that gets put into that. So like I said, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you can't do it. It's because you put the work in to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Okay, so don't let your age hold you back because age is just a number and it's everything that will hold you back will always be what's going on in your mind, not what's going on physically, because the physical stuff is a reflection of what's going on mentally, okay? Number three, so the third point that I spoke about was that you've been playing golf for a year or maybe three and that you should be able to get it by now, even if, if you've done like a you know a little short course. Well, your first year of golf, your first 12 months is really a time where you have to have your learner's hat on and you just have to learn and learn and learn and practice as much as you can. And then you want to look at the next two to three years after your first year is doing exactly the same thing. Keep that learner's hat on and just keep learning, keep learning, keep practicing and practicing. And realistically, I believe it takes about three years just to feel comfortable with the game of golf, just to feel like you've slotted in and you're feeling quite comfortable with it. And you're probably saying, oh, Tiff, three years, really? Can't it happen quicker than that? Well, I'm saying that because it took me that long just to feel comfortable. And I'm not talking about being consistent. I'm saying just about being comfortable with the game of golf, okay? Just comfortable with being out there, comfortable with your swing, comfortable with the shots that you play. Takes about three years. So if you're in that phase of your golf, you're within that first first three years of learning golf, keep learning, keep practicing, and keep going, okay? So the fourth point that I spoke about was that you've been playing golf for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years and that you're a seasoned player, you've been playing for a period of time and you're not playing the way that you want. So my question to you is, well, why not? Why aren't you playing the way that you want? And what I can say here is if you are not playing the way you want, then you need to understand your game better. And you need to have a look at each area of your game to understand why and what it is that's actually holding you back. Now, there could be just one area. For example, it could be your putting, or it could be your driver, or it could be your... Or it could... Then you need to understand your game better. You need to have a look at each area of your game to understand why and what is actually holding you back. So there could be just one area, for example, your putting or your driver or your fairway shots, or it could be a long list. So that's what we've got to figure out. Now, the best way for you actually to figure that one out is if you listen to a podcast I recorded 
previously. It's called How to Play Better Golf. If you actually work through that, I actually show you what to identify, what parts of your game's holding you back, what parts of your game's working really well, and so that you can actually play better golf. Okay, so that, especially if you're in that fourth area of that you've been playing for, for a period of time of five plus years, I want you to go through that, that episode and get your notebook ready because you'll need to take some notes and then go out and work on your game. So what I'm going to say to you to, to round up this episode is no more expectations. Expectations be gone. And I want you to start analyzing your game. And of course, there'll be some mental stuff as well in it. But hugely for now, and most importantly for now, I want you to focus on these areas that I've discussed. Go back into that how to play better golf in that episode that I recorded, podcast episode from a few weeks ago. Go back through that. No more expectations and expectations be gone. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with your friends so we can build the lady golf teacher and reach a potential community as big as we possibly can. And now what I want you to do is dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. And after you've done that, tee it high, let it fly. And I look forward to seeing you real soon. Take care. Bye for now. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.